Hello everyone and welcome back to The Dark Raven Witch Presents. I wanted to welcome you to a brand new series that I've dedicated to witchcraft in the month of October. I'm sure that you've already seen and heard a bunch of the same information about witches in October, it being the witches' New Year's, so I didn't want this to feel repetitive. So for this series, I wanted to concentrate on traditional tools that witches might have used um, in his or her craft, so things like the wand or the broomstick or maybe the cauldron. And I wanted to go through a little bit of history about each of those. And I wanted to show you what a traditional witch might have used each of these for and for the different rituals and spells that they would have used um, during the time of October or Samhain. When I think of October, of course, the first thing that comes to mind would be pumpkins. And there is one fruit with deep roots within witchcraft, and that's the apple. So I thought we'd skip over the pumpkins right now and talk about the history and the importance that the apple plays in witchcraft and in history. Apples are incredibly pagan. They were worshipped by the Druids, they were worshipped by the Celts, and they were worshipped pretty much by everyone, including the general population, because they were a staple crop full of carbs, and they were sweet, and they can last through the winter because you can store them. So it was an important part of um, the winter diet. The Druids loved apple trees because they thought they were gateways to other realms. And the primary wand that Druids used was from apple tree wood. One of the other reasons that Druids worshipped apple trees was because of mistletoe. And mistletoe can be commonly found um, in apple on apple trees. And of course, mistletoe is one of the seven sacred herbs of the Druids. It's not just the Druids that appreciate the wondrousness of the apple tree. So throughout history, apples have been revered by literally everyone. So let's go back and take a look at the ancient Greeks, one of the oldest civilizations. They had Aphrodite and the golden apple, and these golden apples were planted in the garden of Hersepes. And because there was so much discord, that eventually led to the war of Troy. In Celtic mythology, apples were respected and it was a food that is offered to the dead. So, when are the dead needing offerings of food? Well, you guessed it, it was on Halloween or Samhain, depending on what you celebrate, it's that time of year. Apples were considered to be the food of the dead and they were offered to the dead by the Celts at Halloween to prevent them from coming into their houses and wrecking havoc. A lot of the Celtic goddesses, such as Brigid, were seen to have apples on or at their totem. Now, when the Christians came along, they were 
highly Christianized Bridget, and they made her into the very, very popular Saint Bridget. And had her cause it, they, she caused miracles to happen by growing apples on elder trees, which were out of season. This is because Celtic mythology has apples as symbols of immortality, and that's why they are offered to the dead. This immortality and apples go hand in hand, which is why the great King Arthur, when he died, was taken on to, over to the Isle of Avalon. And Avalon, meaning a fell in Welsh, means apple. He was laid to rest under an apple tree of Avalon, which they always, always had apples on them and put to sleep by the great wizard Merlin so that he could reclaim the throne of England again. Other Christian traditions about apples, of course, the apples um, are known to be the forbidden fruit from the Garden of Eden. Another fun fact is that Adam and Eve ate the apple and Adam got a piece stuck in his throat, and that's why men have Adam's apples. Apples were from this point on made to represent knowledge. So, the Virgin Mary is often depicted with a bowl of apples, and it is a representation of knowledge and goodness. Apples and love, they are synonymous and if you're if you were pagan and you decided to have a hand fasting it's a very popular tradition to have them at beltane during beltane the apple blossom trees are out and hand fasting at beltane under an apple tree in full bloom brings your love and immortality vibe Apple blossoms and violets together are known as a very potent love potion. Now remember that it is a non-directional spell, meaning that if you were to give your crush this love mixture, there's no saying that he or she will fall in love with you. It's just opening their eyes to love. So before you decide to do that, be warned that it may or may not go exactly how you planned. So as I mentioned before, King Arthur lays at the rest on the Isle of Avalon, which we don't know where it is. However, there are rumors that the Isle of Avalon could be known as the Bard Sea Island. Bardsea Island is an island off the coast of Wales, and one day an ornithologist was studying some birds, and he noticed that an apple tree was blooming with apples, and the apples were completely disease-free, which is highly unusual because apples are very prone to disease. So he took these apples to be tested by this apple archive, which I guess they have in Europe and they were studied and it was found to be a complete unknown variety. So when they went back to the area, they questioned the locals and they said, oh yeah, those are Merlin's apples. 
Apples are also known for their medicinal properties. For women, they are full of B6, which we lose each month. They're great when you add them to eye serums or skin serums. They are used um, for diarrhea, constipation. It can help with lungs and purifying different parts of your body. So let's talk about apples at Halloween. So apples are synonymous with love. So because of this, Halloween is very concerned with divination and apples are used exactly for this. So here are a few things that you can try out at home. Take an apple peel. Um, keep the peel as long as you can. Stand up, throw the peel over your left shoulder and let it settle on the ground. It should then form the first initial of the person that you are gonna be spending the rest of your life with. Other workings are to twist the apple by the stem and reciting the alphabet and whatever letter your stem falls off at is your true love, which I'm pretty sure we all did when we were in elementary school. Um, tradition also states that you should never pick the last apple from a tree because you need to leave it there for the fae so they don't get mad and think that you've stolen their crop or they're going to wreak havoc in your garden and it's going to be a hot mess. So don't forget apple bobbing at Halloween. This too, believe it or not, is a form of divination. So the first person who takes an actual bite of the apple would be the first person that would be getting married in that coming year. So if you want to get married and you're looking for that someone special, go apple bobbing at Halloween. If you don't, then stay away from it. As far as your altar goes, um, you should put some apples, um, maybe pick the largest apple and place it on your altar. And then after it's been there and maybe in some sunlight, um, you're to give it to a loved one or a friend for good luck and foresight um, and good fortune in the upcoming year. Now, if your friend is single, they would then take this apple put it beneath their pillow and in the morning they would have prophetic dreams about who they were going to marry. So if they liked that person that was in their dream, then that's who they're going to be marrying. And it should come true. If they didn't like who they saw in their dream, then you need to toss it. So apples play a huge role during Samhain, believe it or not. And these are just a couple of little random facts that I found and a little bit of historical background. So I think that this year I'm going to add some apples to my Samhain celebration and I will probably stick some apples by the front door and try a couple of these apple spells. Let me know if this inspired you to add some apples to your Halloween celebration. And I look forward to talking to you guys next time. This is the Dark Raven Witch, where witchcraft isn't just an aesthetic, it's a way of life. Blessed be.